The Jen Rufo Show. Hi, my little horn pups. It's Jen Rufo bringing you another WAP, a wet ass podcast. You sick fucks, get your heads out of the gutter. If you find yourself in missionary far too often, this episode just might be for you. Let's backtrack. As most of you know, I grew up on the East Coast. Dating has always been kind of challenging, and I never really found my footing. I never believed in dating rules because I don't believe in double standards and because everyone's so different. I've tried dating apps, Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, Raya, all the things. And it wasn't until I got to LA about 10 months ago where I really started to realize that there was just something off about monogamy for me. I started to realize that I just felt like something was missing, like I was being held back, that the relationships I was entering into, whether they were serious or not, were just stale or something was missing. So I've been exploring different options out here on the West Coast. I've channeled my inner slut, which you can listen about in previous episodes, and I've been meeting all of these cool people that do different things than monogamy. And now... I've reached a really good place where I have a relationship that's non-monogamous, that's unique to me. So we're going to dive into the details about my relationship today, but who you're also going to learn from today is someone who has a lot of experience in open relationships. And there's a lot to learn from this, even if you aren't interested in open relationships or you don't want to have sex with other people. This shines a light on many insecurities that people keep inside that they don't know they have or they don't know why they have. And, you know, as you start to become aware and bring these insecurities to the surface, you can be a better, more confident person for yourself and for your relationships. Today, I talked to Polly Califiori, well known for his time on MTV's The Challenge, and I'm really excited for this episode, for you guys to hear this episode, because we talk about BDSM, kinks, open relationships, limits, edge play, sex parties. I learned a lot from this episode myself, so without further ado, here is season four, episode one with Polly Califiori. So she was just telling me you're doing the Olympics. I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying out the last tryouts are, um, the last tryouts are in July. So um, I've been busting my ass for probably the last year or something that kept me busy in the pandemic or whatever. But yeah, July 30th and 31st, it's all coming to a. So bobsledding, so, is that something that you've like always done or just a new? No, I like, I, I honestly, I only knew bobsledding from Cool Runnings. And uh, I would watch it on the Olympics. It was definitely my favorite winter sport uh, to watch other than uh, figure skating. <laughs> I'll admit it. I don't care. It's a great sport to watch. It's very good. It's, sport it's to so watch. intense to watch for, for winter Olympics. Um, but I was, I was wondering, I was like, how do you get into bobsledding? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my friend uh, Lolo, she was um, an Olympic hurdler turned bobsledder, called me up and was like, hey, they need men. Um, do you want to try? And I was like, sure. So I like threw on 50 pounds of muscle and just kind of 
kind of fell went into your lap. Full send. I love it. Yeah. Well, it didn't fall in my lap. I had to like. Well, you're working work for it, through it. Yeah, like, but like the opportunity. The yeah. Idea yeah. The idea of it came from a friend, and I was like, "What? This is how you get into it?" And it's like very tight knit. Like, there's not like an open call tryout. It's so for interesting because, like, for gymnastics, like you have to start at like a very young age. So it's yeah. cool to know that certain sports you don't have to like start at like. Right. Well, out of the womb. I wouldn't recommend uh, starting. Uh, to train for an Olympic sport at 31 when I yeah I was 31 when I started it would be much easier on my body if I did this in my 20s so I wish that somebody knew about it when I was done playing soccer and was like hey you're already fast let's build some muscle and let's get you into bobsled because you know this will kind of be like a one and done um, thing unless I can become a pilot and then I could maybe try and do like a double uh, Olympic cycle. I love how you have all these goals and, and aspirations but they're so not in line with each other it's like bobsledding pilot yeah it's that the other well yeah well bobsledding i get the natural progression would be to go from like the pusher to the one who drives okay so it's like oh, i didn't that's, even know there were different yeah positions yeah exactly <laughs> I, I didn't either. I just, I thought all the people in there had like their own like little stuff and like yeah. they were working together and it's like, nope. Very cool. There's like the three guys and once they're done pushing and they jump in, they basically, the front guy who's piloting, it's like, well, don't crash and uh, kill us, you know, so. Wow, and you're going so fast, but you, you seem like a pretty fit guy and you've always been yeah. kind of fit. So like, what was your like fitness journey and did that help you in the challenge and, and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, it was mainly, uh, just kind of when you have your routine, like you're able to kind of get back to it. So like you understand this, you're a high level dancer. Um, when you have your routine, um, all it really is, is just reapplying that routine to something else. So yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do this if I had not kept myself in shape throughout this whole time. Um, but it's just like anything else. Um, when you report to preseason, it's kind of shaking the cobwebs off before the season starts. So yeah. when I got the call, I was like, all right, what do I got to do first? I need to fix the imbalances in my body. I need yeah. to take away the pain in my body. And then I need to build muscle in a smart way. That's going to allow my tendons and ligaments to keep up with totally. my muscles and, and not a, slow me down. That's a, a lot of people don't necessarily care about like the mobility aspect of things or keeping your body healthy or, you know, and a lot of injuries stem from tightnesses. So. Right. But people don't want to get on the foam roller. They don't want to stretch. They don't want to roll out. But that's where all the injuries are. I know. I wish I listened to the dancers and gymnasts and cheerleaders way back in the day because it really is a next level, like game changer. Totally. Like so many athletes can extend their career if they just focus on flexibility and mobility. 100%. And dancers and like yogis and cheerleaders and people who need to be super flexed need to be careful too because they can stretch past the joy and then it's like okay. hard to find stability but yeah i don't I think, think i have to worry about no, that you don't have to worry about that and most of the world doesn't have to worry yeah about that. i was gonna say i'm not uh <laughs> i see some of these positions that they get and i'm like that, that is insane would tear my groin done speaking of positions <laughs> speaking of positions uh car is not flexible so we don't even need to we don't even need to talk about that just giving you the finger <laughs> yeah she, uh, it's kind of hard to get her in some position because she's just like, ouch, no, it doesn't go that far. I can't stretch that far. We're going to have to figure out some other position. That's so funny. But if you think about it, like stretching really does help in the bedroom, I, I guess. It does. I think I'm more flexible than her and it 100% helps me. Some of these positions are hard to get into, okay? Yeah. Crouching tight. No, For kidding. sure. Okay. Certain so, lunge so positions let's, and so everything. Let's talk about this, your relationship then. So did you guys meet 
on the challenge? We did. So she had been doing the show for, I mean, at the time when I met her, it might've been like 11, 12 seasons. Got it. And um, wow. that, yeah, yeah, and that's when, yeah, it had been like 10 years of her life. Um, and I was just this fresh faced, young blooded stud coming in, causing havoc. And, uh, you know, she liked that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, everything kind of started there. But the thing was, it's like I was in a relationship at the time. And, uh, you know, she uh, was dealing with her own situation at the time. And uh, it was, we just kind of connected and we vibed uh, right from the get-go. Um, you know, in a way I felt uh, like I needed to stand up for her cause she was kind of getting like pounced on and bullied by like, you know, the guy that she was seeing at the time, you know, his friends, like the girls in the house and everything. So I kind of felt uh, like, oh, nobody else is speaking up for this girl. Like, I guess I'll speak up, you know, here I am little rookie uh, in there, like kind of get, getting after it. And then, you know, we didn't see each other for a good part of the show. Cause I had went to uh, this one house where like, if you get uh, eliminated, you go there and you try and win your way back into the house, um, you know, and then she ended up coming to that house too. And we both made it back into the house and it had been like eight weeks at that time when it was like, and you know, eight weeks in a house of like not having sex and like not really being able to kind of touch yourself and stuff. It really starts to like build up, I'm you know? Sure. And we were just kind of like looking at each other every day that it went on, we were just kind of like, we're going to tear each other apart so at some point. So like what's going to happen? A lot of sexual tension. So when, did, when did it happen? When was the big kaboom? So <laughs> it actually happened like in this like little in-between phase, which I guess doesn't happen anymore probably because of us. Um, so we had finished the regular season and we had made the final and like, we took like a little three or four day break to like catch up on interviews and, um, you know, get ready for the final. We were in this gorgeous hotel or like resort in Kruger national park, which is in South Africa. Wow. And, uh, you know, we were, the rooms were amazing. You're in the wild. Like there's lions and jaguars that could kill you at night. If you're walking back to your room and we're playing chess and, uh, you know, we were going back and forth. I won the first game. She won the second game. And then I put a wager on the third game of like, you know, what would have to happen. And it ended up being a stalemate. Um, uh, so I just kind of like threw my keys on the table and I was like, your move <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and then it happened in that in-between phase. But you, when you say in-between, you mean in-between filming? Well, it was like a little break point. So, yeah, so filming no wasn't cameras. done. Yeah, no cameras, like filming was done. Like the final was about to start. Um, like once we were out of this holding position and uh, and then, you know, it happened there and one of our castmates heard it and uh, went and tattletailed on us. So then, you know, the producer sitting there being like, oh, so like you guys had sex. And I'm just like, what? Okay, so are you not allowed to have sex? What's the big deal? Well, no, I mean, you could have, it's just, they were trying to get us to have sex like in the regular house so they could like catch it on camera put it on and put it on the show and everything. And, you know, we still didn't have access to our phones and whatnot. So I was like trying to sit there and be like, hold Ooh, on a sec. Cause Let's you were both in thingies in relationships or you were? I was, okay. she was, I don't know what to call her thing. It okay. was like a it weird, was a situation. it was a situation. Got it. It was a situation, but it got handled. <laughs> um but yeah it was uh it was totally on me and I was like trying my best to be like fuck I mean best thing to do would be to have my phone and be like hey yeah this is about to go down so and all this I'm stuff, sure you but kind of got a bad rap from that or did oh, you not no doubt. well yeah for sure I mean we both kind of got rocked were you dating out. somebody 
in the Bachelor franchise? Was that who you were dating? Unfortunately, yes. I was was dating somebody in the Bachelor franchise. And you cheated on Yes, cheated on her. Well, obviously, you're going to go down because the Bachelor franchise is just very conservative. It's very, like, you know, pristine. Here's my thing about, like, the Bachelor franchise as a whole. Please tell me. Right? So, like, you've got a show that was based off of one dude dating 20 women or 30 women, however the fuck, right? Yeah. And towards the end, he bangs four or five of them. Yeah. And, like, meets their family, pitches them this whole idea of love. All the meanwhile, the producers are also pumping them full of, like, this is how life is. Every date should be this helicopter ride. You know, and then they introduce the bachelorette, which is then, you know, a bunch of beta males acting like alpha males, in my opinion, (laughs) right? And then afterwards, like, they all get this weird reception from the fans that don't realize like, yeah, these dudes are like kind of douchebags and they take advantage of the fact that it's like, oh man, I'm so heartbroken on TV. Will you sleep with me now? Like to every random chick that they meet, you know? <laughs> and these and these girls that come off um, are wild, but they try and be like, no, we're like prim and proper. Well, and like, we don't do whatever. Yeah. And it's like, Here's, the whole show fucks their mentality I have up. a lot of problems with the Bachelor franchise as well, because you're, you're, saying that the ideal relationship is to get married and to have kids and to start a family and you know that is monogamous and and all these things that in today's world is just not realistic there's so many different kinds of relationships there's so much gray area and I think we're moving away from the you know kids in a house not like being something that everybody wants everybody does not want that like some people just doesn't, don't. Some people work do. For it's everybody. okay. It's like it's okay if you do. It's okay if you don't. So I just think that it has to evolve. It being the Bachelor franchise with the times, like with the people of these of this time and what's current and what's we have to stop pretending like there's a right and a wrong or a better and a worse. I agree. I, I just feel like that's how people should be as a whole. I mean, Cara and I, we got um, you know slayed basically for just kind of like talking about like what we were into and everything so I was kind of like you know when everybody's like why would you do it why would you why would you cheat on America's like sweetheart or whatever and I was like if I'm being honest like you know I was kind of getting like heavy into you know we need to get married we need to have kids we need to you know go this route and whatnot and I was like oh my god like I was like I don't even know if I'm ready um for that right now and you know, it was a little, a little bit vanilla, you know, in the in in there. And I spoke about that, being like, "Hey, you know, like, like it a little bit more rough. Like, I like this situation and everything." And everybody was just kind of like, "How dare you? It's, like all this stuff." Totally. I'm like, "What?" What sucks for you is that you were put in a situation where you were deprived of sex for a while, found someone you were extremely sexually attracted to. There was probably a lot of chemistry, and you know, you chose to act on it, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. You had to go through that relationship with the first girl to figure out that you didn't want that traditional stuff. And, you know, you needed, it just happened in front of everyone's eyes and on in front of millions of years. (laughs) So you got torn to shreds. This wasn't college. But like, it's people make mistakes. And like, I don't even know that it was a mistake. Honestly, I think you just did what you wanted to do in that moment. And I yeah, I mean, bad. I'd say to call it a mistake um, would almost be uh, shitting on 
you know, where I'm at now and where, where Carl and I are at now. And I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. I mean, we had been through a lot and like a lot of things played into, uh, you know, that, I mean, that was one of the bigger things. Right. And I remember, uh, I remember the, you know, the PR woman, like when I first started dating, you know, it was like, you do know if you mess this up, right. Like we're, I'm going to crush you. Like, I'm going to crush you publicly. And I was like, man, that's a lot of freaking pressure. Cause like, relationships don't work out for whatever reason like I you know I would like to kind of keep it like you know whatever it, it is it is I'll just sit there and be like hey look I messed up yeah right um you know but there were so many eyes on that beginning part of like mine and Cara's relationship and it was like it's really only a three or four month period you know which is a normal beginning phase of a relationship like you know you know how it is like you might be talking to x amount of people and whatever guy talking to x amount of people and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay okay well what are you into what are you into in this and then we go away and film you know and once again then you're locked in and it's embedded like this and then we came out and a whole bunch of stuff from the past like started coming here and, and instead of sitting there and being like oh my god like hey hey everybody that's going crazy right now like can we realize that this was like six months ago that like this stuff is now being brought to our attention like right now right. like and you're not questioning any motive behind it yeah. and it was just it was rough but it, it kind of prepped us for like where we're at now and now we just kind of are like for sure and now so what was your relationship like then when you guys met like did you just know you were gonna have a non-traditional relationship like what actually is the terms of your relationship yeah i mean like in the beginning uh, you know, once again, like we were out there being like, it's open, it's open, like I'm free as a bird, like, you know, we could do whatever we want, uh, you know, and, and all of that. And then it wasn't, but we started to kind of realize like, hey, we don't really want, you know, to be doing this. Like we had opportunities in the beginning um, when we'd go out places and it'd be like, oh, okay, like, you know, this girl seems like she wants to come home with us. You know, but then we were kind of like, we were finding more reasons to like not do it at first, you know, and we were kind of like, all right, let's enjoy this time together, you know, and then when we went away and we filmed uh, again, that's when we kind of really were like, oh yeah, like we just wrote it out again. And now we were actually together. Like we got to have sex the whole time rather than wait eight weeks <laughs> and everything. So like, yeah. um, you know, there was that, but then as soon as we came out, it's like, we got hammered. So anything that we, um, had envisioned in a in a non-traditional quote-unquote sense of like you know being whatever it was just being critiqued yeah. and like people were coming out like oh like it's just because you want to talk to this girl or these girls right. and they just really kind of put it on us to like clam up right. and be like you know well let's just not do anything because we don't want to get like yelled at by the by the mob yeah and it's hard enough when you are not in the public eye figuring out like your I hate saying non-traditional, but right. non-traditional relationship. It'll be traditional soon. It'll be traditional It'll tr soon. It'll be traditional soon. Um, but then it's even harder to do it with the public eye because you're like, I'm just trying to figure out what I like. We're trying to figure out what works for our relationship. And right. you guys are making it harder. And so. realistically, we were being judged by people who probably oh, only well, fuck like missionary only. Well, that's what I'm saying. You and know what I mean? So me it's like is a very important part of a relationship. Exactly. Sex is important. It's It's different it, it holds different importance in different relationships to different people depending on the right. people's values right so it's like important that you find people where your values in that department align otherwise yeah and it was just it was and even like when we would um you know like we would always post and talk about you know like being into like bdsm style stuff and like dom and sub roles and everything people are sitting there so, of course he likes 
Dom roles like he's a misogynistic <laughs> sexist and oh he wants God. her to be submissive and all this stuff to her. and I don't think people understand it from a relationship standpoint that the roles are just for the bedroom only and like once we exit the bedroom or you know wherever we're deciding to have sex whether it's on the couch or the counter or wherever the fuck it is in front of everybody on a balcony I don't know um it's like you 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 leave it there and then yeah. we're equals with everything else. We, we try to make uh, money uh, individually and together. Um, when it comes to having a say in thing, it's not one over the other. We truly are uh, equals. Like I can't allow somebody to disrespect her. Um, she can't allow somebody to disrespect me. Back. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, and I grew up like Italian family. So that was just always a natural yeah, thing. Like, too. My father and mother were like, if you allow anybody to disrespect your brother and sister in public while you are around, they're going to think it's okay to do it when you're not around. And they're going to think it's okay to say these things. Um, so that's just what I've always carried on into life. And I think people have this idea of the reason why people get into certain relationships, like an open relationship, um, uh, exhibitionism, uh, you know, BDSM, like any of this stuff is because they have like this... Um, something wrong with their brain you know and really it's just like a preference it's so sad that you know? we're programmed to believe and this just takes me back to what i was saying before that there's a right and wrong and this is like basically my problem with the bachelor franchise but we're programmed as children to be like no like this is the way it's supposed to be you date and then you get married and then you have kids and then you whatever blah 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 there's so many different kinds of relationships and recently this reminds me of something a dm i got recently that I was talking about my relationship because it's open on my end. Mm -hmm. Like his kink is that he likes when I cheat. Mm -hmm. It's just, it turns him on. And it, I think like, I saw you post about that and I was yeah. like, RIP your DMs. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like imagine like, all the dudes going there. For me, when I first met him, I didn't have this. I didn't know that I was going to enjoy this, but to me, it was actually very like empowering and I feel mm -hmm. free and like whatever. And like, we'll go to sex parties sometimes and he'll be able to do his thing there. And like, you know, we have our terms that work for us, but this right. guy DMs me and basically just shot on me and was like, whatever I explained to him, like my, how I view it, which is just from a very, like, it's just, it just is what it is. Like we still have very special sex. He's like, and it doesn't need to have any more explanation that like, yeah. it is what it is. He's like, you don't want to have special sex with one person. I'm like, the sex I have with my boyfriend is very special. Right. I don't think that people realize that it's not like, it's more of the emotional connection yeah. that you have with that person that is like, it can't be broken. It can't be um, messed with. Right? right. And everything else is strictly just a physical sense. Yeah. Right. It's a turn on. And I, and I think that, um, you know, men and women like who try and put that kind of stipulation or like judge um, people who go through that, it's just because they have, and I don't want to like say all of them, right? But there has to be a, an insecurity somewhere, right? Like I look at it as you have to be completely secure in yourself and your relationship to be able to allow something like that to 100%. happen, right? And most people are not secure, A, with themselves or with their relationships. Right. So the idea of their partner being with someone else physically just, you know, throws them off completely because mm -hmm. they're not secure with themselves they're not secure with their relationship they're not secure in their sex life if you are secure in all those things you have the ability to be like yeah you know what go have that experience I still trust that we have this emotional connection and that you know we'll still 
everything that we have is still special. If you yeah, like and and it's kind of like you know you have to have that trust, and it's built over time of like we know where we're coming home to at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's where the trust goes. But you also, in order to put yourself in that situation, you have to be so comfortable in yourself. And this is where a lot of people run into problems just in life in general or in relationships is uh, they're not comfortable being alone, mm. period. So like, first of all, you have to be comfortable being alone first. So that way you can actually share this energy with somebody else where it's like, you're never going to leave that person because um, you know, you share this moment and it's this understanding and you guys have this connection, um, but you also are never worried about it and you're not insecure about it because you're also, you also know you'll be okay alone. Totally. And I think that this, well, two things, I think this will prevent a lot of like cheating. And if more people were open to it, I think it would prevent a lot of cheating. It would prevent a lot of bad things that happen down the line. And, and it's okay if you're not okay with it or not comfortable with it yet like for example like my boyfriend was very much into like he's like I, his requirement really was that his like girlfriend needed to cheat like that's just he just knows what he likes and you know if I were to be like I don't want to do this anymore he'd be like yeah okay like we'll figure it out but that's just it's, it's right what he likes I didn't know that I'd like it I did you liked it I want him to be free I want him to be able to do whatever he wants to do I want him to just feel free, like in life and with his sexuality, with everything. But in the beginning of the relationship, I was like, I want that for you. I just don't know what it looks like yet. Like, please mm -hmm. be patient with me. Like, I want it for you. Just be yep. patient with me. So like, it's okay to communicate that where you're at and that you're like going to try to figure out a way to make it happen. And it's okay if you're not there yet, but. Yeah, it's, it's just the open communication. I feel like a lot of marriages well, and I'm not going to like speak on, you know, people, but I've met so many people where their marriages have been saved um, because they just have the open discussion and it's yeah. like that they transition, you know, and it's not like once you transition, you're like stuck in that right. forever where it's like, now this is it. Like it could always change back. And it's, it really has to be um, an open communication. But I think where people also get lost in this is it really does have to kind of be an equal uh, thing. Mm -hmm. So like, it has to be equal in the sense of if you're okay with, um, if your partner is okay with your uh, needs, then you need to then in turn be okay with their needs, right? So like there's a lot of relationships um, where, you know, some guys do want the best of both worlds, right? Mm -hmm. Have their cake and eat it too. And it's like, uh, you know, hey, babe, like you want to fucking have threesomes all the time. Like I want to have these girls in all the time. And it's really just their method of like right. having sex with other girls. But then if the girl turns around and is like, hey, babe, like, you know, I would like, you know, this also, or I would like this aspect of it. I'm like, no, right. it's, it's completely closed <laughs> up. It can't, it can't be that way. You have to be truly open yeah. um, to whatever it is. 100%. So, I, I mean, and that's where it is. If you're the one that's initiating it, if you're the one that's like, I need this openness, <clears throat> then you have to be okay with them experiencing their openness as well. Right. Of um, course. I definitely want to get into like the BDSM stuff. How did you realize that you were interested in that? What was your journey with that? So, <laughs> so um, you know, growing up, like I always had watched, um, you know, like the movies and it's like, oh, love and romance and all this stuff. And then, you know, as I went through 
uh, certain, you know, certain aspects of life and certain breakups. I was like, oh man, like all this love and romance stuff, like it doesn't really get appreciated all the time. Um, you know, and then like when I was in college, I was like probably the most free I, I ever was in the sense where I like told myself, like, I'm, only, I'm married to the game. So like anybody that gets involved with me, like, you just need to know that I'm going to do whatever I want. Um, you know, so then I had that freedom, but it wasn't until I moved to Manhattan um, and my eyes got like completely open to like this other world of, you know, like group sex, um, you know, kink sex, like, and all these different things. And I was like, I was like, what is this? I said, and why do I enjoy, um, you know, the aspect of, uh, you know, like dominating and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I never really had that um, fix or want to do that because I always got my aspect of domination out um, through sports, mm -hmm. right? So like, you know, any um, aggression, anything like that, like was taken out on the athletic field, like on the competition and all that stuff. And then I was able to just kind of be like a fuck boy for <laughs> lack of a better term, like afterwards, right. like and enjoy anything that athletes uh, get to enjoy with like girls that want to fuck athletes and whatnot yeah. but in hey, new york boom i don't know if there's gonna be a video but we just pounded <laughs> our fists um not each other um but anyway it was that realm where i was because like i was like shocked at first and i was like wait a second i'm like girls like this kind of stuff i was like because you know, you're always raised to be like, man, like, don't get to whatever, right. you know, like the most that I had it, that it had ever been at that point is like hair pulling, choking and ass smacking. Right. And here I am coming into this world where I'm like seeing chicks tied up, like, you know, begging to be like fucking absolutely uh, disrespected in like whatever way, like in their, you know, kinks. And I have my limits where I'm just like, there's certain things in my head where I'm like, don't try don't try and tell me to act out like raping you like i just can't i like that's my thing where i like draw the line yeah. where i'm like look we can be as rough as that's we want <laughs> you know but this yeah like we'll hit we'll hit a boundary at some point but um you know and like um like fucking if they if people are into like getting punched in the face like i am like no like no i'm not touching anything that could like knock you the fuck out or whatnot like we could be as rough that's as you want and all that stuff but um so seeing like that, I was like, like what you the saw hell? It and you just kind of got yeah, I it. saw it and I was like, this is a place where like, you know, I can, I can be welcomed and I could let out, uh, you know, whatever I have like in me and somebody is willing to accept that, you know what I mean? And not and, say it's dirty or wrong. Yeah, or bad. it's and just okay. exactly, it is what it is. exactly. Like, yeah, like to not say it's dirty or wrong, like to kind of be like, I, I would love to do that again. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, but then you would see that person like, anywhere else and it's not like they're automatically like you know submissive it's like it's it's kind of like the movie fight club it's like everybody knew who was in fight club but if they saw each other in person you didn't really talk about it right so it's like you see somebody at one of these parties and you don't talk about it right there's ndas that are signed there's like so many things that are put in place for protection you know totally. you got to go through a vetting process like you know in a sense where uh you know because these everybody wants to know that you're clean and that everybody's clean because it's a very risky situation. Um, but it almost makes people more into that. And then it, you know, and then it kind of took me a lot of different ways. And I was like, well, let me see like all the other aspects of things that I'm into. So it's like, yeah, am I, I cool that. with like banging somebody's woman in front of the husband and everything? And I am, but like, at first I was like, <clears throat> what if mid sex, like the guy gets really pissed off that I'm like giving it to his wife, like real good. And he just takes out his gun and shoots me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those there, are, there things. are things 
but I'm glad you brought right. this up because at the last sex party I was at, it was my first sex party. And um, congratulations. You know, my boyfriend <laughs> took me. It was a lot of fun. But there was this point where I started having sex with a guy. And I know my boyfriend's into that. Loves that. He loves watching it. Like I've sent him videos of me with other guys before, telling stories about me and other guys. Like it's just, it turns him off. So I see him there and I see him like getting really turned on. And so, like, he comes over and I think at one point, like the one guy's fucking me from behind. I have a dick in my face. My boyfriend's dick in my face. That's right. <laughs> it was very fun. Let's and, go. Then, and then as soon as this guy was done, my boyfriend comes and like, he was so turned on. And then he just starts like doing. Going like, to town. Yeah. It was like a really crazy experience. Um, and it was awesome. Like it was really cool. But yeah. you know, had I not thrown myself into that situation I wouldn't know that I, that's cool that I like that it's kind of right cool. it's just very yeah yeah freeing it's, it's and different and like different. and that's once again like to talk about it openly and freely like some people are going to sit there and just be like what that's gross. that's I disgusting that. <laughs> you whore yeah, Boo, what a you slut. whore what a slut. <laughs> um but it's like you know it's everybody's preference like there's people who don't like having sex at all but those right? people that's that cool. say that like like it's okay if you don't like it, but if you're going to judge someone else for yeah. doing it, that just shows so many insecurities in you. Now, do you think they're judging because secretly they, they want to be able to do it? I think or, so. Because I feel like most of, this, most of the time that when Cara and I Deep receive down. hate, no matter what, it's, it comes from a... It comes from a place of you are right. living your truth. And I don't know if it's sexually, but in some way that person is not living their full truth. And in order right. to be happy, they're going to try to pull you guys down to their level. Because... Yeah they haven't figured out now how to be their full, true, free self. Yeah. So, you know, there's a way if you don't like that, it's it's cool to be like, oh, that's so awesome that she did that. Like, I don't think that's something I would like, but like, good for her that she experimented. Like, right. there's a way to look at the situation that's not like, oh, she's a slut. She's right. so gross. Well, it's crazy because it's like, I, I find it funny how in a world where, you know, there's been such movements towards, um, you know, feminism and women empowerment that, mainly it'll be like women who shame other women yeah. who are into that stuff. Like, obviously you'll get like, you know, some dickhead guys that will like come in and obviously those are tiny dick energy, but <laughs> it's like, you know, for the most part at like, I don't know, yeah. like a dude, if a dude sees that, I'll be like, Oh, I kind of want to see what it's about. But then, yeah. you know, they, who, who knows if they're actually confident enough to date that person. Right. But yeah. It's very interesting. And there's so many different, so before you brought up so many different kinds of relationships, I think you're more knowledgeable than me on what those are. So can you break it down for me? Like, what are the different kinds of relationships that- You know, I mean, I can only speak on like the things that I've like experienced like in in my, you know, world. I mean, there's tons of relation. Like if you totally. go if you go through the kink world, I mean, like, you know, your, yeah. your uh, boyfriend's kink is just like a different aspect of, uh, you know, voyeurism in a way like you know exhibitionism because it's just kind of like you he wants to watch you he wants to see you and like in a public setting you know what I mean like there's people who like either like to get caught having sex like publicly or people who just like to watch yeah. um for me I've only really enjoyed um you know open relationships and everything and then like the dom sub and then bdsm uh, style relationships. And, and is like, that that's exhibitionist? Is that what you said earlier? No, like for me, that's like uh, there's roles Got in it. the bedroom. Like that's more like okay. a dom and sub. And then like the BDSM is just adding in like 
you know, the ropes, the whips, okay. you know, the handcuffs, yeah. shit, and like, so you know, and, the and, mental and aspect the cool of thing it. about it is that everyone can create a relationship that works for them. Like there's no right or wrong, but just to clarify, because my boyfriend would want me to, he is into like, his kink is me cheating. It's not like there's, right. a, I didn't know a lot about this stuff until I met him and started researching yeah. it, but there's like cuckolds, there's, yes, there's cucks, there's, I don't know, there's all these things. So it's not necessarily he enjoys watching me, he enjoys me cheating. Yeah, he's that not, turns a, him on. yeah, but if he catches you cheating, that also turns him on. So, like For in that sure. group sex yes. setting, that, exactly. that turns him on. So, like in a way, he's uh, somewhat of a, a cuck like a cuckold, I right? Guess. A little bit. Like Maybe he's not like know. full on Maybe not full come into my room. Well, no, not it's a, you don't have to be tied up to be like a cuck. A yeah. cuck could just be like, hey, you know, I need, you know, I'm bringing you home to fuck you in front of my boyfriend. Interesting. Right? So like, and he's watching and then he's getting off from watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have done so. less of that and more of like, I send him videos of me mm-hmm. with other people or just tell him stories. Right. Yeah. The so only that's... time he was there was the sex party. Right. Okay. So I don't know where this is going to escalate to with he and I, but we'll see. Hey, man, who knows? <laughs> like it could, it could escalate. I mean, after that story of like him just kind of jumping in, like you, you know, guys may now have, I will just bring yeah, someone home. Yeah. You guys, yeah. You guys may have like opened up a whole new part of uh, your, your relationship. Um, but you know, it's, it's whatever you want to um, define it as. So, and everything has to be defined in order to not have gray areas. Cause the only way, yeah. The only way that these things work is if there's no gray areas, right? Cause if there's a gray area, it's just kind of like, Hmm. Or like, is like, this is allowed? This? Is this not? Yeah. You have to be very like specific with Ex- terms. Exactly. So speaking of that, where is your relationship now? Like what I guess are the terms of your relationship now? Yeah. So it's funny how this actually uh, came about because I think, so we were having fun, just kind of like keeping it like closed off, but then it got to a point where like, we were having a lot of sex and she's just kind of like, I'm like, I'm, it's hurting. Like it's, it's a lot. Like, I wish I could sometimes like tag out, you know, tag out. And like, we would just joke about it like constantly and just be like, Oh, haha, Like, you know, we're going to go back to being in an open relationship again. Like, you know, we're going to start like, you know, bringing people in, uh, you know, cause we do have a very, you know, rough way of doing things. I mean, we could tell you stories of like, uh, things that have been used as props, things, you know, certain things that have, uh, that situations of being tied up, uh, sharp objects being put to jugulars oh, and whatnot. Um, yeah, like edge play stuff, uh, which is kind of like dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. So I don't recommend doing any of that stuff unless you're trained in things, uh, cause you could right. accidentally hurt the person that you're with. Yeah. Um, so it started off as a joke of like, Oh, I just love somebody to tag in. And then like kind of migrated to like when we'd be out, we just kind of be like looking and just be like, what about, how's that one look, you know, like, and all that stuff. Um, but then we like finally decided that like, it's best that we have a, uh, like a vetting process, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of gray areas. Um, If you just pick someone up off the street, fuck their brains out and then send them on their way, um, you know, and you don't really know their sexual history. You don't really know um, what they're gonna do uh, after they leave. Like, you know, if they have their camera out, like when you're driving them back and whatnot. Like, so um, for us, uh, it's, it's back to being open, but it's like, not a free for all. So, and like, I think that that's where a lot of people, when they find out that people are in open relationships, that's where other people get disrespectful. So like, 
you know what it's like people coming into your dms and all this stuff just because you're in like a polyamorous relationship or an open relationship or whatever the fuck doesn't mean it's a free-for-all for like dudes to hit her up girls to hit me up yeah we do the vetting ourselves like we seek out our prey so to speak uh in a way so like we seek them out build a relationship with them um so that we kind of know what they're all about so it's not like yeah, I mean, there's always, there was always there's the trust, times. There's trust involved. Yeah, but there was always like times for like, you know, would it be cool to pick up a random? But for right now, it's kind of like, take them through the process. It's a consistent thing with that person for X amount of time. And then when it's done, it's done. And like, that's it. There's like hard outs of like, all right, we had our fun. You know, this person oh, wow. can't contact us anymore. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So it's so just kind of like done with that person. You put them out of the picture completely. Is that how it works? Yeah. Like once it's done, it's done. Like there's no can be friends. Yeah. There's no, there's no confusing. Like they're not there to like be part of our lives uh, just forever. There for the they're literally there for the physical aspect yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, you know, cause the main thing is like the emotional um, connection that we right. have and nothing impedes that. So it's like, thank you. We don't want none of this. Like, don't try hitting uh, me up separately. Don't try hitting her up separately. Well, like, I actually it's kind of like south. that. And that's kind of similar to my situation because I had brought up to my boyfriend. I was like, so I think I'm going to go hook up this guy again. He's like, well, actually like, can we just do like a, like a tissue use once, throw it away. Like there's mm-hmm. no repeats because yeah. And now I get it after talking mm-hmm. to you guys. It's like, because that would be creating an emotional connection kind of with that person. And he was like, well, if you're going to do that, it's fine. But like, he wants to go do his thing too. And I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, I get that. So like, let's not, let's, I'll just keep it like. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, and to a certain point, like, I feel like you can't kind of put the ultimatum of like, right. well, if you're going to do this, I'm going to do this. Right? right. It has to just kind of be, I don't really it has to be a discussion, Yeah. you know, but ultimately like for me, at least, um, it comes down to how she, she feels, how Cara feels. Right. So I'm not going to do something that is going to make her feel a certain type of way because ultimately she's giving me the trust uh, in the bedroom to be the dom, right? So most people think dom and sub relationship is just like, sit down, bitch, let me fuck you. Like, let me skull fuck your face and you can't do shit about it. It's not that at all. It's she is trusting me in a bedroom setting to pleasure her in the way that we want to uh, be pleasured, but also not to hurt her. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it, that's that's the big thing right there. So like, if she's giving me that trust, Um, of that and then once again another person's entering that space like if there was ever a situation where it was like hey that was good um but fuck that bitch it's like okay (laughs) she's out you know what I mean like whatever it is um so interesting um wow that's really cool I love it I love how open you are with it and I'm excited to talk to her about it too yeah coming on and get her perspective yeah no it's it's, it was just funny how it like fell into it because it's like we and we're just kind of open to whichever direction life takes us because there might be a day like you know if if kids are involved or like families involved like you know we might have to tuck that away for a little bit you know until they turn 18 and they're out of the house right exactly I love that you know you're just kind of going with the flow and like so if you were to give advice for someone let's say for the guy listeners that like might (laughs) want to tap into this kind of lifestyle or relationship but they're scared, like, what would you say? You know, I mean, I would, I would 
put this out there for the guy and the girl listeners. You have to be vocal and you have to be confident in your thing because if somebody has an issue with you talking about this, um, you know, maybe they're not the right one for you, right? And I get it, relationships get complicated and all that, but I have no problem um, speaking to Cara about like how I feel or, you know, what I'm going through and Cara has no problem speaking to me about how um, she feels and, and all that. I mean, my biggest thing is always safety, safety, safety you know, you don't want to catch an STD from a stranger, right. which is then going to affect your relationship. Your relationship. Um, you know, got to be very careful when you vet um, people because you don't want stalkers and you don't want clingers. And every woman listening to this, I'm sure you all watch those murder mysteries and how mm -hmm. shit gets complicated with, uh, you know, people who catch feelings too much, you know, so you got to also make sure that your man can uh, defend you and protect you and himself and like the household. Otherwise, you know, it's a little risky business if people kind of get, um, get, get into it. So you really have to be private, you know, like don't just be thrown out your address and be like, meet here. I would recommend hotels. I would recommend other places where these people have no way of setting up a way to put you in danger. Yeah. Right. So don't be going to their places where they can set up like a way to like put a napkin to your face, you know, pull out a weapon that they might have somewhere. Like you need to be very smart, um, especially in this world um, to protect yourself and protect your relationship and protect your loved ones. So meet them in a public place first, um, you know, even after you've vetted somebody a million times and like, don't give them access to your household. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And I think the thing that you keep repeating and that's very present here is that you just have to talk about how you feel and you have to mm -hmm. feel safe enough to talk about how you feel and be completely honest. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like, some people don't even know how they feel. They're just not tuned yep. in. It's so, like, do the work, like journal, like meditate, like go to therapy, just like figure out who you are and get really comfortable with who you are so that you can be your true self. So you can, and then find someone who you feel comfortable being that person around right and that accepts you for who you are whatever your weird kinks are <laughs> and everything i mean like you know it, yeah. it's funny to like laugh at it's but true. i mean like car car and i are weirdos right and like people might look at us and be like that's fucking weird you know <laughs> like and it. if we told actual stories about what actually goes down in in the bedroom might be a conversation oh, so for another time I'm, so okay i'm definitely gonna but, have her tell me well no, no 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 so that might be something where if we look when we if we do one with you together Okay. Where we look at each other to see if it's okay to okay. tell the story. Because, I mean, some of these things, people might look <laughs> yeah. at it very weird in a way. We think it's very normal, but it's not uh, It's well, not you, everybody's you know, cup of tea. You're a pioneer. You're, like, yeah. you're inspiring people to be more. <laughs> so maybe find a way, a safe way to tell those stories. Or we'll find a safe truth. way to tell the story. We don't give away too many details, exactly. but we give away enough details to <laughs> make you put two and two together about what's going down. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're listening to this part, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> um, you know, uh, I don't know if you'd be into fitness and mentality training and all that stuff. I'm kidding. You guys uh, can find me at awakethelion.com. Um, I offer fitness programs. I offer nutrition programs, mentality training, mentality coaching. Um, you know, we run a uh, talent management company and an event company called The Tenniscape, um, you know, where we run all types of events, whether it's fitness retreats, whether it's, you know, swingers retreats, whether it's BDSM retreat, it could be whatever your heart desires. Um, if you got a kink, we have, uh, we have something for you and we represent all types of, uh, of talent 
out there. So I love that. I'm gonna have yeah. to come to one of these retreats. <laughs> hey, you know, we may have to bring you and your boyfriend. Up there. <laughs> I think you. Might you sign know, us up. <laughs> we'll set up the GoPros everywhere and give Send them a show. <laughs> wow! I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. I bet you have tons of questions after hearing Polly. So I'm starting a new thing where I'm taking fan videos and featuring you on the show. So all you have to do is record yourself with your phone, prop it up or selfie style, asking a question of your choice. The other option is you can always just DM me the questions. If any of you want more insight into my private, not so private lifestyle, click the link in my bio on my Instagram. It'll take you to my fan page. And this week I'll be showing some never before seen photos from my first sex party. Those launch on Wednesday. So keep your eyes peeled for those. Now, as we sign off, please join me in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Wop. Let us pray for that O. Oh. Later, Later, bitches. bitches.